Welcome to She Decided to Run Her Way, a podcast created for the aspiring female runner or one in the making who is ready to let go of the pressure to perform, quit chasing someone else's pace, and start embracing her own. My name is Pamela Otero, a certified running coach and personal trainer, and each week I'll be sharing practical running strategies and mindset shifts to help you do just that. So, if you're ready to run your way, then grab your running shoes, lace up, and listen in. Well, hello, hello. Thanks for hanging out with me today and listening in. Have you ever noticed that the finish line is always moving? Whether it's a finish line you cross at an organized race or one you cross when you're completing your goal distance on your own, independent from any race being organized. If you are someone listening in and you are not new to running, I'm sure you've crossed many finish lines in your running days. And some of those finish line photos and some of those finish line crossings were probably really, really pretty. And some of them probably were not. And I'm also sure that you have experienced in your running days that there's always another one waving up ahead, waving at you saying, hey, let's take on something new. Let's try something else, right? Well, if you're new to running and you haven't yet crossed a finish line, I want to let you know that in this episode, I will be talking about finish lines, but I want to give you a heads up and let you know that finish lines will never be perfect Things will not always be pretty, and they will not necessarily always go your way as you're striving to cross that finish line, whether it be a real finish line at a race or whether it be your finish line with your training and completing a goal distance. So I want you to extend yourself some grace during those moments and just know that there's going to be obstacles along the way. That's just how it is. That's just how running goes. It's completely normal. And I just want to give you hope that if you're striving for a finish line right now, and you're new to running and things don't end up perfect, that's okay. There will be another one for you to cross in the future. Now that is also one of the great things about running. That's why I love it so much. There are no final finish lines. Now, I guess there could be some final finish lines if you decide that, you know, running is not your thing and then you move on to another activity. But even when you move on to another activity, there still might be some finish lines involved. So, you know, most runners that I surround myself with, they are constantly discovering how to up level, how to adjust, how to evaluate you know, what she can do differently the next time around. You know, it's the cool thing about deciding to run your way, getting to make that decision for yourself. You get to decide what's next. You get to decide what that next finish line will look like. You get to decide what you're going to do differently the next time around. You'll also get to decide what worked, 
what didn't work, and hopefully you will take some time to determine why, because that's going to help you with your future finish lines up ahead. And that's why I also believe so much in determining your internal running seasons that I discussed back in episode seven. It is titled Aligning Your Internal Running Season with Your Training Plan. If you have not yet listened to that episode, after listening in here today, maybe hop on over to episode seven, listen in, and learn a little bit more about what I call your internal running seasons, because I truly believe that determining first our internal running seasons, that's going to help us then set up our training plan. And then that training plan is going to determine what that new finish line is going to look like for ourselves. So after listening in, go check out episode seven and uh, let me know what you think about that. But that new finish line that you are creating can be you know, one that you shift to a shorter distance. Let's just say you completed a training program, a training plan. You cross that finish line, whether it be at a race or not. And then you decide that your next new finish line is going to be one where you shift to running a shorter distance. Or heck, you may even shift to a longer training schedule that's all about maintenance, where there's no goal distance or no goal race in sight, but you still have you know, created a finish line of focusing on maintaining your endurance, maintaining your fitness. And that is what you are striving for. That is the finish line that you are running towards, you know, or you decided after evaluating your previous running experience and your training that in order to create a new finish line where maybe a longer distance or a faster time is desired, You just might want to work on strengthening your weak links first to ensure that you cross that finish line stronger. And so that could be the finish line for your next kind of training cycle. It could be all about strengthening your weak links and getting stronger first. So I think there is, you know, this misconception in the minds of many, many runners out there that once you cross one finish line, You know, you also need to immediately work to cross another one and another one without giving yourself some breathing room to recover, to recharge, and, you know, to reset some new running goals. And like I just mentioned, a a new finish line could have nothing to do with a race. It could have, you know, everything to do with maintaining your endurance and your fitness, or like I said, working on strengthening your weak links first so that when you do decide to push that distance for your next training cycle and crossing that next finish line, you're stronger. So when I say that there are no finish lines with running, which is what the title of this episode is, I hope you understand that what I'm trying to say is that there are always ways to change things up, that there's no ultimate final finish line unless you decide to move on to another sport or another activity. But even with those, like I said, and I'll share a story later in this episode, you know, there's always finish lines in all the activities that we do. So yes, literally we do cross finish lines, but it's not a one and done necessarily, or at least I hope it's not. 
you know, I like to encourage clients to try new things, change the intention of her training cycle while keeping possibly the same distance or maybe changing the distance. You know, creating a new finish line doesn't always have to be a literal one. It can be one you've set in your mind and maybe that finish line might be around consistency or it might be around creating ease with your running. That could be your finish line that, you know, for your next training cycle, it's all going to be about creating ease and joy with your running and you're going to be running towards that. So I like to think of finish lines as yes, they are an actual part of a race where you go to the starting line and then you cross the finish line. Just like with your training, you start your training and then you finish your training. But I like to think of finish lines also as desired outcomes or goals or intentions. And it's helpful to know what they are so you know where you're going. And I do think it's also helpful to set a time frame so that there is some structure, a starting point and a finish point. So even if your finish line is going to be all about creating consistency, it's nice to set your training cycle up where you're saying, okay, for the next 12 weeks, I have a starting point and an end point or a finish line. I'm going to work on being consistent, you know, running X amount of days per week and um, focus on consistency. But I do feel that there still should be some structure and there still should be some sort of training plan, even if it's not necessarily crossing a finish line at a race. So some of you um, who are listening in today for the first time, you know, like I mentioned, you're not, you might not be familiar with my suggestions of determining your internal running season. So again, I would love it if you would please go back and listen to episode seven after this so that you can kind of combine that concept with what I'm talking with you about today. I think it'll be really, really helpful with your running and with you being successful with running your way. I think that deciding before you start a new training schedule or a new training cycle, what your current internal running season is And knowing what that is in the moment currently um, will help you to determine what your new, you, you know, your new finish line will or should be about. I also think that it's important for us to learn to be both flexible with our running and fitness so we're not so hard on ourselves while still having some structure and a plan. And like I mentioned earlier, things are not always gonna go perfectly. There are gonna be some running roadblocks put in your place, you know, put in front of you. Um, there are going to be some course or course correcting that's going to need to happen. And you might take five steps forward and one step back, but heck, you're still four steps ahead of the game. So um, the only way that I think that we can create, um, you know, a new finish line is by taking a look back on what we did or what we didn't do or what didn't go so well and deciding if that worked for you or it didn't. And then make those adjustments moving forward so that your next finish line and the one after that and the one after that are all really good opportunities to discover more about yourself, discover more about what you want, what you need, and really what you don't want with your running. And so I want to tell you just a quick little story. It has to do with finish lines, but it doesn't have anything to do with running, but it will come back 
it, you know, it'll, it'll all play in. But a week ago, my boyfriend and I, we went out for a mountain bike ride and, um, it was on a Saturday and I'm going to be completely honest with you. Saturdays are my full recovery days because I do my long runs on Fridays. And so I did a pretty challenging long run on Friday on the trails and it was supposed to be a full recovery day for me. And, um, you know, we decided that we would go out for a mountain bike ride. Now I've always been a road cyclist. Um, I've never been, um, really excited about my mountain biking, um, mainly because friends of mine that I know they've broken collarbones, they've flipped over the handlebars. They've always just been beat up and it's just not something that I, you know, have wanted to do. I love trail running. Um, but I love road cycling more than I do mountain biking, but we, um, went, we were going to go out for a mountain bike ride, which, you know, we did because we are getting into bike packing and I recently got a, a mountain bike, but I got it specifically for bike packing. And for those of you that aren't familiar with bike packing, it's basically packing your bike and then you bike somewhere and you camp. So just like backpacking where you would pack in, you would hike somewhere and then camp overnight and you carry everything on you. You basically carry everything on your bike and you go camping, but, um, you use your bike as a way of packing your items. So I just got a mountain bike cause we're getting into some bike packing. And I said to him, Hey, let's go out on Saturday. Let's go check out this trail. Since we've been riding these other trails near our house, um, let's try something new. And of course I was thinking, um, that this trail would be nicely groomed and packed. And I thought it would be a good recovery for my legs just to kind of work them differently and loosen them up after my long run on Friday. And, um, it really was a good plan. Um, but it kind of didn't turn out that way. So, um, tying in this whole finish line topic, um, with this mountain biking, um, adventure, I guess it was a short adventure that I'm talking with you about today. Our finish line that day was to mountain bike a certain trail, have a good time and get outside. So that was our finish line. That was our desired outcome for the morning was to go check out this trail, really have a nice morning and just get outside. And so, you know, most of that trail was manageable on our bikes, but many points along the path, I had to get off and walk my bike through these boulders or down some of these steep descents with rocks that I was not planning on. I'm a pretty conservative individual. And like I said, I have friends that mountain bike and, you know, it's just not something that I want to do. And I like to be conservative and I like to keep myself healthy and safe. But, um, and I wanted to ensure that when we went out for this, this trail bike ride that I didn't have any broken collarbones or busted up elbows. So going out on the trail, there were some boulders we had to navigate and I've done this trail running, not a problem because I'm on my feet, but it's very different when you're on a bike. And so, like I said, I had to get off my bike at a lot of points along the, a lot of, you know, points along the way and, and walk down with my bike. But on the way back, I did try to navigate some of those same areas on my bike without getting off. And it was really, really stressful. Um, one, one point along the ride, I actually was focusing on navigating some of these between some rocks and I was going a little too fast and kind of lost control. And I kind of veered off into this brush and 
Luckily, I didn't hit the tree, but it was pretty scary. I, I lost control and, you know, it was just not a good feeling. It was a little stressful. So we finally, um, you know, got back to the truck, even though we had planned to ride a little bit longer. But, you know, at this point we were done. And I mean, we were D-U-N with, a, with an exclamation mark done. And we got back to the truck. We were sweaty. We were a little scratched up. And both of us immediately agreed that mountain biking involving boulders and tight paths, you know, with rocks were absolutely not our thing. And so why do I share this story with you as it relates to talking about running and finish lines? Well, the reason I share this story with you, because, um, you know, obviously mountain biking is not running. And um, I share this because we had a plan. Our finish line that we created for that day, like I said, was to get out, do the trail, have a good time, you know, um, just enjoy getting outside. And, and we did technically cross the finish line. We made it back to the truck, um, you know, all in one piece. But after evaluating pretty quickly in the parking lot, you know, that whole experience, um, we decided that that was not our thing. And we're going to stick with more groomed trails, especially if we're riding our bikes to go camping. Um, and our next finish line on the bike, our next goal or outcome or desired outcome on the bike is completing our first overnight bike packing trip later this summer. And we'll probably just do a one night um, just to test it out. But that's going to be our finish line for our first bike packing trip. And so after doing this short mountain biking um, adventure a week ago, it's just like running. There are times that you may go out and train for a particular distance or train for a particular race. Um, and then afterwards, once you cross that finish line, you have an opportunity to kind of reevaluate and reassess what worked, what didn't, and what you liked about it. And nothing's wrong with your running to make a decision to not do something. For example, I've mentioned in previous episodes that I'm not a huge fan of the marathon distance. Although, like I shared with you, I am training for a 50K, which is longer than a marathon. Um, but I love the half marathon distance. And I'm not, you know, a huge fan of 5Ks. I used to do those when I was a lot younger and I want to be out there longer. And there are some folks, there are some runners that um, I know that absolutely love trail running and some people hate trail running. And that's the nice thing about creating these finish lines with your running. There are never, um, you know, really these final finish lines because you get to recreate or create, I should say, new ones. And in that process of training and crossing a finish line, you learn a lot about yourself. You learn what you like and what you don't like. And with running, that's what's so nice. There are so many distances. There are so many types of running, trail running, road running. And even if there are distances like the 5K, 10K, half marathon, you don't even have to do those particular distances. Some people really love eight mile finish lines or 10 mile finish lines. And so that's really what I wanted this episode to really be about for you, especially if you are new and getting into running. I want you to know that you get to decide what your running looks like. And if you've been running for some time and you find that you're starting to get burnt out with running, 
Maybe you need to change up and create a new finish line for yourself that has something to do with adventure. Maybe it has something to do with trying a different distance. Maybe it has something to do with changing your thoughts or your mindset about something, and it's no longer about your pace. It's more about finding ease and joy and connection and community with your running. So I would love it if you would start thinking about what finish line you're gonna create for yourself with your running and know that when you cross it, because I know you will, you can always create a new one and another one and another one after that. One finish line doesn't have to determine what you're capable of. It doesn't have to determine your worthiness in running, and it doesn't have to determine the whole dang thing with your running. It's just one opportunity to experience something. And then after you cross that finish line, you get to decide what the next one will be. But I really hope that you will continue with your running, even when it isn't perfect, even in, even when it isn't pretty. I hope that you will continue to create a new finish line and just keep creating and discovering more about you, more about what you're capable of, and more about what you enjoy. So that's what I have for you guys today. I really hope that until I chat with you next week, that you will start thinking about creating some new finish lines and, you know, go grab your running shoes, lace those babies up and go enjoy the beautiful outdoors. Outdoors.